Can't get enough of Rebel Girls? Well, luckily, the Rebel Girls app is now completely free. That's right, you can listen to the entire library of goodnight stories for Rebel Girls ad-free. Plus, check out the app's cool features like activities, trivia, custom playlists, and more. All parent-trusted and kids-safe. Find out more at rebelgirls.com slash audio and download the Rebel Girls app today. Thanks for listening. Hi, my name's Ren, and my best friend Drac is a vampire. Oh, but before you freak out, let me explain. Drac isn't like other vampires. He doesn't thirst for blood. He thirsts for knowledge. Each week, we hop into the coffin of curiosity for a spectacular adventure to learn about everything and anything, from how the sun works to why we burp. We have lots of fun, so join us. I promise that the only thing Drac will drink up is information, okay? Worst case scenario, he squirts you with some sunscreen. Search for Drac on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts for the ride of your life. Hello again, R.L. Stein Story Club members. I'm Ivy, your host, an entrusted custodian of those spooky yarns and strange tales from the hidden vault of R.L. Stein. Today is another chilling tale. This tasty tale, Story Club members, is why you shouldn't play with your food. It's one I call Sin Amin Bears. Nick held the kitchen door in place, his shoulder against the wood. His twin sister, Cora, grabbed a kitchen chair and slid it across the tile floor. It made a shuddering sound that gave them chills, like fingernails on a chalkboard. Hurry up, Cora, Nick said. They're getting through. Okay, so we need to back up to an hour earlier. Nick and Cora's father was a food scientist. He was a doctor who made breakfast cereals stay crunchier in milk, potato chips stay crisp long after they've been opened, and most of the kernels in a bag of microwave popcorn pop without leaving too many uncooked. They lived in an upscale townhouse in the big city. While their father was on an important business call in his study on the other side of the house, Nick and Cora had ventured into his home laboratory. Their father worked long hours and didn't like them in there. He also didn't like to be disturbed while he was on a call in his study. He kept his door firmly closed. They were always curious about what their father did. He didn't talk much about work. In fact, he didn't talk about much of anything. He would usually work, take a break for dinner, and then go back to work, occasionally grumbling out a question about what they did in school that day or telling them good night. Their dad was working on something serious in his lab and they were dying of curiosity. Cora had guessed the six-digit code, which was their dad's birthday. They snuck inside and flipped on the light. The room reeked of chemicals. It made sense because there were glass vials and plastic bottles filled with various elixirs on the shelves. Boxes of food were on the floor, too. On the laboratory table was some green goop in a glass bowl. What's that? Cora asked. Nick had no idea. One of the open boxes on the floor contained several bags of extra-large cinnamon bears. They stood about three inches high. Several of the packs were open, so Nick and Cora ate a few. Well, more than a few. Half a dozen each. The cinnamon flavor was so strong, it made their mouths hot. Nick put on some safety goggles. Then he dumped a few chemicals into the goop to see what would happen. First, there was a yellow chemical, then a red one, and then a blue one. The goop moved a little bit on its own. Look at this, Cora, he said. Can you believe it? I'm a scientist just like Dad. 
We probably should go. He's going to be mad that we're in here. Just a sec, Nick said, adding one more chemical. When it hit the green, writhing goop, it exploded into a ball of smoke. The chemical goop splattered all over the cinnamon bears below. Cora coughed. And now you've done it. Let's get out of here. Nick ignored her, pointing. Look. The cinnamon bears with the green goop on them began to animate and move on their own. Cora reached out to one. It bit her. You ate our friends, the angry candy bear said. Prepare to pay. The bears tore open the other packages of their trapped cousins, spilling some of the life-giving chemical onto them. Nick and Cora backed toward the lab door as the cinnamon bears climbed out of the box, a hundred of them or so, and amassed toward them like a red vengeful army. We'll eat you, the bears hissed, like you ate us. Yum, yum, yum. This is crazy, Nick said. People eat candy. Candy doesn't eat people. One of the bears climbed up his pant leg, leapt onto his hand, and bit it. Ow! Nick threw the cinnamon bear across the room. The other candy bears attacked. The twins ran out of the lab and down the hall. They were going to go to their dad for help, but the army of cinnamon bears, marching, 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 had blocked their way. The kitchen was their only avenue of escape. In here, Nick said. They sprinted into the kitchen and shut the door. It didn't have a lock on it, so they had to bar the door with a chair. But the chair wouldn't hold. The bears had already gathered their collective strength against it and pounded on the other side. The door would be broken down soon. Nick was going to call for help. Then he remembered that his phone was on the dining room table where he left it after dinner. Dang. What are we going to do? Cora asked. We can't go down the fire escape. The kitchen window is painted shut. We're trapped. The kitchen door bowed inward. It would break open soon. Nick and Cora backed away from the door. Then, when their backs were against the sink, Nick had an idea. It was a crazy idea, but it just might work. They were standing on a stiff mat. He turned to Cora. Turn the oven to broil. Why? Just do it. Nick said, moving the kitchen mat in front of the door. It was about to fall open any second, as the chair holding it in place was futilely inching itself along the tile. The army of monster bears had almost forced their way in. We're going to eat you up, the bears chanted in their tiny candied voices. We're going to eat you up, yum, yum, yum. It was a kind of rallying cry as they labored at opening the door. Yum, yum, yum. Cora flipped the gas oven to broil. It grew hot immediately. Now what? Open the oven door, Nick said as he placed the mat strategically in front of the kitchen door. Cora opened the oven door. A moment later, the door to the kitchen cracked open and the army of cinnamon bears piled into the kitchen across the mat. Nick waited for them, and when most of them marched onto the mat, he grabbed it with both hands and flung it toward the open oven. Most of the cinnamon bears flew inside the waiting heat box. Cora shut the door, trapping them inside, but they fought to escape. Well, that was a sticky situation that Nick and Cora got themselves into, and they barely survived. Maybe next time they won't tamper with things they don't understand. 
even if there seems to be some kind of sweet reward. Let's hope they melted those candy monsters into mindless mush. Did you know there are a whole bunch of Go Kid Go shows? Of course, there's the R.L. Stein Story Club, and you're a member. There's also Bobby Wonder, who's trying to protect Pflugerville from Mighty Mila. And Lucy Wow over in the Big Red Barn inventing all sorts of cool stuff with her mechanical pygmy goat, Kapow. Just search for Bobby Wonder, Lucy Wow, or R.L. Stein Story Club wherever you get your podcasts and you'll find your way. Come back tomorrow for another episode, because every R.L. Stein Story Club member needs a little scare every day. Ivy out! like to laugh? Ah, who am I kidding? Who doesn't like to laugh? So, okay, if you love to laugh, you'll love Don't Break the Rules. It's a hilarious comedy improv podcast where the voice actors make up their lines on the spot and try to be the only actor who doesn't break the rules. These talented actors are great at coming up with silly scenes and stories when they follow the rules for the episode. And it gets even sillier when they accidentally break the rules. The stories are guided by suggestions from kids like you, and the episodes feature laughs, burps, and the occasional unicorn. So if you'd like to giggle and play along, be sure to listen to Don't Break the Rules wherever you listen to podcasts.